0: and he closes out uh, very quickly, uh, super effective, and then he hits a floater. Then he has a nice drop pass uh, to McGee for a dunk, I think it was, and then he hits a three. My goodness, Colby Jones looks so good.
1: Sasha, he just looks really uncomfortable out there. Uh, His defense is not good at all. He was just constantly getting blown by tonight. And it looks like he's very hesitant to shoot right now, which kind of scares me. I know it's just like his first couple games, so I know he'll get into a rhythm. Eventually.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of defense, I am so glad JaVale McGee is here. Our defense is just a little different. We don't give up easy layups when he's in. Uh, He's handsy as well, so his hands are in the passing lanes, and and he disrupts everything, and and I love it. Welcome to the Beam Unit. I'm your co-host, Daily Sabonis, joined by my co-host, Liz. What's happening, Liz?
1: What's going on, guys?
0: Incredible game. Kings losing overtime to the dubs. Uh, but it starts off with the Keegan Murray show, including a poster on clay and he shows off a new and improved move set. Fox was a bit off, but they put their tall twitchy guys on him like Kaminga and Wiggins. Um, So he was a little cold uh, in the first half. Kings go cold. And then the W's cut the lead uh, to one. Um, Monk comes in. He does a little carrying. I felt uh, he hit a three, and he makes some nice plays. Um, Coach Brown goes to the bench, and then it's the Colby Jones show. Um, Defensively, he's switching well. He doesn't um, stray too far from his man, and he closes out uh, very quickly. uh, Super effective, and then he hits a floater. Then he has a nice drop pass uh, to McGee for a dunk, I think it was, and then he hits a three. My goodness, Colby Jones looks so good. Um, and then Davion comes in in 10 minutes. He's five for five from the field, four, a four from three, uh, fourteen points in ten minutes. Um, hopefully his shot sticks in the regular season. Elizabeth, what'd you think of that first half?
1: Yeah, I really liked what I saw. I thought we came out um pretty aggressive. I liked how Keegan came out. Uh he was dunking. He was, uh, you know, posting some guys up. Uh, I think he had a nice move on Chris Paul, um, you know, with a kind of like turnaround jumper. Um, so, yeah, I really liked what I saw from Keegan in the first half. Colby Jones, I like that he got that early burn in the second quarter um, with some of the starters. Uh, he looked really nice, too, hitting his shots. Defensively, I thought he looked really good as well. Um, but, yeah, that, for, uh, that first half, I think we saw a lot of good things. So, bonus, I don't think he had a great game tonight, unfortunately. Um. I feel like he was getting out rebounded, kind of outworked, missing a few easy, you know, shots and things like that. Uh, Monk, I thought came in and was very aggressive. I really like when Monk drives to the basket instead of just settling for the three. Um, I think he was doing that a little too much last game, and tonight I think he was going attacking the rim a lot more. And him and that McGee like two man game, I really like. I think that's gonna be really effective once it comes post or you know regular season time. Um, I think you know they're gonna definitely do use the pick and roll a whole ton. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm super excited. Just, uh, you know what I saw basically through the whole game, not just the first half, but, uh, lots of positives to take away from tonight. Um, you know, from those core guys.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, absolutely. And then uh, I love in the third quarter in the second half, I love how the Kings turned up, uh, their defense a notch. Um, the dubs got a little sloppy. Um, I love their communicating on defense. Herder is yelling out where the screen is. Um, And then the Keegan Murray show comes back. He hits a fadeaway, a little Dirk fadeaway. Then he hits a three. Um, And then I do have to mention um, Domas did a little Dirk Nowitzki, uh, one-legged fadeaway in the first half, I believe. And then uh, Colby Jones uh, continues the Colby Jones show, and he hits a three as well. Then uh, the fourth quarter, fourth quarter Fox comes. uh, As we all know, Fox does Fox things, uh, which is wonderful. Colby Jones hits another three in the fourth, um, which is great. And then, yeah, it, it came down to the final seconds. Um, I honestly kind of wish Fox passed the ball to maybe Keegan if he could. Uh, but, you know, that's just nitpicking. That was a great game. It is what it is, In Steph Curry is Steph Curry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't understand that last sequence that they had there. Uh, I thought Steph was out of bounds. And, you know, when he touched the ball, I thought you had to establish like your position back in once you like touched a, like were are out of bounds. So I didn't that rule didn't make any sense. Um, but, yeah, I really liked what Fox did in the fourth quarter, of course. I mean, he he can kind of take over a game, uh, you know, in that fourth quarter. Thought he was doing really good stuff in the third quarter as well. Um, Davion, I thought, you know, I was really impressed with him, how he came out. Uh, he hit, I believe, five. He was five for five. And then his first shot he missed in the second half. Uh, But he was being really aggressive, which I like. I mean, he could take pretty much a lot of people off the dribble, which I wish he would do more. Um, A lot of people can't guard him when he does that. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it was overall was a really nice game, competitive game, fun for a preseason game. Uh, There's just still stuff they need to clean up, but, um, you know, they'll have their game tomorrow. And then the rest of the time is basically just practice time, which will be nice because we all know during the season, they barely get a lot of practice time. So it's kind of that time to fix a lot of these little things, but, I really liked what I saw uh, tonight for most of the guys.
0: 100%. Woke we'll Deep, what's up?
2: What's up, guys? Um, I, yeah, I'm with Elizabeth. That was a horseshit call um, at the end there. I I I, I don't understand it, but, you no, know, it is what it is. Rest, rest just seemed to be in mid-season form. What can I say? Um, but, I mean, I do think that there is a lot of positives to take away from the game for sure. I mean, Keegan looks amazing. Colby Jones looks amazing. Um, Davion Mitchell was on one tonight. If we get if we if we get that Davion in the regular season, man, it's over. Um, but honestly, I don't know. I can't be too mad about the loss because you know it's only preseason. Um, you know, um, I mean, a lot of people I'm gonna kind of bring in uh, bring in an, analogy. A lot of people thought Kenny Pickett would turn up after he had a fake pre preseason performance. And guess what? Just didn't happen. So you know, I mean you can't take too much stock into you know pre season performances like this. Um you know, um I mean I think last year we went and defeated in the preseason and guess what we start 0 and four. You know? Uh dude, does this mean we're gonna start four and zero? I don't know. But uh I just uh, uh but you know still I mean still
3: pauses take away the game for
0: sure. Thank you, Woke Deep. Uh, run with Bucks, what's going on?
3: Man, that game was something else. I did not expect that kind of intensity out of a preseason game. I had a blast watching that. And I just, I, I couldn't believe that they didn't overturn that call like you guys were talking about. He, he was full on laying on the line. Um, I think uh, Sacktown Pete posted a picture that i reposted of him clearly just laying on the line and i i just don't how they don't t- overturn it but um that final possession i i would have sworn they would have double teamed fox or not sorry double teamed curry or at least had davion on him cuz who else is going to shoot that shot clay was a cone tonight so uh
0: Joseph, you were here first and then um thanks for your patience uh what are your takeaways
2: um, yeah, I, uh, I like the game a lot. I thought, um, I thought Davion Mitchell had a really good game. Um, showed, you know, the, what he's been working on this off season on his offense. And, um, Colby Jones continues to look promising and, uh, aggressive Keegan Murray is a thing and I love it. Uh, so hope to see a lot of that this season. Um, you know, make your free throws. That would be good. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to get upset over a preseason loss by any means, but it would have been cool to pull that one out. Uh, but, yeah, we're the, the un- undefeated losers of the preseason or the only de- always defeated. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, I still feel bad about it, though, uh, <laughs> even if it's preseason. I, I don't really care. Um, thanks, Joseph. David, it's been a minute. I uh, hope your summer was good. What's up?
4: Yeah, I'm say it was good. Yeah, I kinda agree with a lot of what Joseph said in the sense of like um the free throw shooting was kind of one of the things they'll have to work on. One thing I did notice in the game that I think um I didn't see a lot of people mention so far has been that uh the defense looked a lot better in this preseason game than a lot of our other ones so far. Like, you know, a lot I've liked everything I've been seeing from Keegan, but I've been seeing that in the other ones. And this one looked like the guys were a bit better or more connected defensively. Um, and doing a bit better job defensively. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot to work on still, but it looks really good. The guys have a good intensity in this game. game and I'm more optimistic about how we'll do it in the rest of the season. So, and we get to play the Warriors pretty quick. So, hopefully, we take beat them and when the, when the games count. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. And speaking of defense, I am so glad Javelle McGee is here. It, it, our defense is just a little different. We don't give up easy layups and when he's in, Uh, he's handsy as well. So his hands are in the passing lanes and and he disrupts everything and and I love it. All the way from Brazil, Frecaso, what's going on, sir?
5: This preseason, Kings, uh, I love what Mike Brown, sorry, because my phone was getting over. I love what Mike Brown's doing and doing time for, for everyone, well, above. But I think some some kind of words need to be said about this tough loss, but uh, it's not it's the, the brightest sign of this game, I can say this, is that Kigamur showed us, showed the, the the everyone that he's a really good person. He's he's good, he's good good, literally good. Because uh he's the, the reason that we are we we're gonna be good. This, this season, and whatever this game, whatever, fuck the season. So, and he's the reason that we must improve our team, and he's good. it's, I, it was so long time ago that I don't speak language, so my English is getting not as good as I think. No but,
0: worries, it's all good.
5: Um, and second, second, and I really enjoyed that, Mike Brown. But competition, this thing, kings needed to be competitive, and need to be. People should know that we need to be. Are oh, you gonna? You wanna be uh, on the first team? So you are gonna fight for this?
0: For Kyle, so thank you so much. And and you know what? I'm I'm still gonna be delusional. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, whether we're pretenders or real contenders. It's still fun at the end of the day uh, to wish and believe that uh, we could go all the way. You never know. You never really know. Ben, what's going on?
6: Yeah, those, those uh, refs must be lighting up a cigarette right now because we got, we got proper rest tonight. Um, that that cause was horrendous. But anyway, we move on. Um, but, yeah, I'm just so excited for the season to start and just seeing um, this. This um, defensive upside that this team had that we didn't see last year—just just, just um, the improvements on our guards with um, Jones and Duarte—we um, just didn't have that defensive um, upside. I, I was a big Terrence Davis guy But that, but yeah, I think.
0: So you're the one. Okay, so.
6: <laughs> but Monty's, Monty's done a great job there, but, um, but yeah. This, only pre-season but we'll see how we go but yeah I, I i can just see a move needs to be made um to to get that defensive wing and it, it's it's i don't it's kind of the same stuff in that front court rebounding in the defense um yeah we just, just need to see a bit of an improvement there but um yeah overall man it's good 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 for um good good for basketball to be back and I look forward to chopping it up with you guys after the game and yeah, can't wait for it to get, get going.
0: Absolutely. Hey Ben, so what do you think of Colby Jones? And do you think he gets some playing time or a spot in the rotation this season?
6: Yeah, man. Well, we just got a lot of twos, you know, like last you've basically got the Y jumping in that Terrence Davis spot. And, and we sort of seen how sporadic his minutes were last year. So pretty much five guards there, and then you've got Colby Jones. But, man, he's looked really, really good. Um, and I have no – you know, going into the season, there was a lot of talk about that third point guard. But the way the way Monk sort of plays as a ball handling too, and, and even the way we've seen Colby Jones play, I, that third point guard position, I have, I have no worries heading into the season. And, and I, I can see him getting minutes because he – if, if there's games where you know, when a fox or Davion sits, I, I I fully expect him to be getting some um, backup point guard. But um, yeah, he, he looks good, doesn't he? Like, just he, he just he just knows how to play. He just he's in the right positions. And even tonight, man, just just watching him sort of crash the glass on the offensive end as well, and just get get getting his hands to balls that I don't know. I, I feel like this team misses it a lot, especially on the offensive glass. You know, it's pretty much. A bonus or bust um, when it comes to rebounding, and yeah, like when we're seeing it from our guards, I and mean, we need to start seeing it from our forwards as well. Because so I, I really think that that could that could take these teams to another level.
0: One hundred percent, Ben. Thank
6: you so much. Good to see you. Good to hear from you. Sorry.
1: Uh, yeah, just I just wanted to say. I mean, hopefully, you know, as we've lost twice to the Warriors now preseason. Again, these games don't count uh next Friday the game will count. So I hope these guys um, you know, bring it. And I, I know we will. I know we'll be prepared for that game. Uh it's gonna be home opener. So you know that place is gonna be packed. That place is gonna be rocking Um so I'm hoping, you know, that's where it really counts and yeah. that's where we can actually get the wind or the win. Um you know, like Steph putting the freaking, you know, sleep shit like in a preseason, like, come on, dude. Like, you know, Steph's the goat. Like obviously he's one of the greatest we'll ever see in this game. But like, this is why I can't fucking root for him ever because he does shit like that. I mean, he made a good fucking shot after that. Like, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, we'll see them next Friday when it actually counts. And we'll see if he'll be putting that uh, sleep sign on his fucking – the side of his head. You know, we got De'Aaron Fox who's uh, going to be showing up in the regular season doing some damn things. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the actual season to start because I'm over these non – you know, these games that don't fucking count anymore. I'm over it.
0: 100%. Torino. What's
1: going on? Uh I had a,
7: made a tweet about ten minutes ago, and you know, just I'm and I'm just no overreacting on my part. Just, a, just a general question, and I'm you know curious to see what everyone else feels as far as you know, uh, Kev and, and HB. You know, they've been pretty underwhelming during this whole preseason and kind of at the tail end of last season in the, in the playoffs. So, um, I guess I would ask: Is it an overreaction to think that? Their, two, their, their starting uh, spots should be in jeopardy going into the regular season. Um, or at least, obviously, they'll most likely start in the very beginning. But if their production kind of still is lackluster, should those two – because obviously, to me, Fox, Sabonis, and Keegan, they're solidified uh, in the starting lineup. I don't really feel like those those three guys <laughs> should even be touched in regards to their minutes. But um, other than that, I mean, that leaves Cav and HB. Um, just kind of want, want to know what you guys think as far as their their starting jobs should they be in jeopardy? I'm not quick to jump off a cliff and say yeah, get their ass off the starting lineup, but I would definitely be open to it if it meant that they can get looks from two other guys. So I just want to know
4: what you guys think
7: about that.
0: Yeah, I'll share my thoughts uh, after uh, everybody else speaks.
4: Hey, so when it comes to that, um, I don't, I definitely don't think they should be because of like the preseason. I'd rather see what they do in the regular season. I think we're deep enough where, especially with Herder, because we have so many guards, you can't like completely count out the possibility. But um, I think Herder right now and HB, what he does a lot for the team in like consistency. I think Harrison Martin is very unlikely. Um, I could see a scenario where Herder gets moved out, but I don't, I think that's going to come down to what happens in the regular season. I do wonder though if like tomorrow night, since we're playing this back-to-back preseason game, I'm wondering if like what the coach might do is have a lot of the starters fit, except for like Herder, so that he can get more of a blow before the regular season starts. But I'm just kind of wondering about that one. But like, because to me, what I was wondering about is how many people think, you know, we should, because this is a back-to-back, but it's a preseason. You don't want, any, and it's clear that our starters are good and ready to go. How much you'd want to have. I feel like the rest of the deeper bench play in that game. But yeah, I think I don't think HP or job is going to be that much in jeopardy as of yet. I think that's going to come down to what happens in the first like 10 or 20 games.
1: Uh, yeah. I think tomorrow they'll probably sit Fox Sabonis, and probably Keegan and then Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter uh, guys like that will probably play tomorrow. Cause I mean, everyone besides I think Kevin played, over 30 minutes tonight. I believe Fox like had like 36. Sabone is somewhere up there too. Uh, I think Kevin only had like 26 minutes tonight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna assume those three will sit, and then they'll probably have Barnes still playing and but limited. Like he'll probably only play maybe like the first half if that. And then same with Kevin Herter. And then the rest of the guys are probably a go. But yeah, I don't think the the starting lineup will be touched initially. Um, but if there has to be a change made, I think there will be, I just don't see like Kevin definitely. I mean, I think if Chris Dorte obviously performs during the regular season and Kevin's still in a struggle, I can see that situation happening, but I just don't think there's anyone on the bench that's good enough to start over Harrison Barnes yet. Um, Sasha, he just looks really uncomfortable out there. Uh, His defense is not good at all. He was just constantly getting blown by tonight. And it looks like he's very hesitant to shoot right now, which kind of scares me. I know it's just like his first couple games. So I know he'll get into a rhythm eventually. But that would be like the one player that I would eventually see take over for Harrison Barnes. But I just don't think he's ready for that. And I don't think he will be ready for that Um, this year. I think it'll take him at least a year to get, you know, acclimated to the situation. And then maybe reevaluate next year kind of like a Keegan-Murray situation, but obviously Keegan took over, you know, after three games, but that's just Keegan was clearly the better sign there. But, but yeah, I think the starting lineup will at least stay the same uh, to begin the season.
3: All I really wanted to say was that, I don't know if it was just me, but I thought the the broadcast tonight was insufferable. Um, It was just a miserable experience to listen to. Like, the first whole first half, maybe even into the third quarter, they weren't even really talking about the game. They were talking about the landscaping. They were talking about a bunch of random stuff. Um, And then the fourth quarter comes around and they're getting nervous. And so they start trash talking, like complaining that we're playing our starters. And then um, what do you know? They bring in their starters and they just like, Oh yeah, I love this. I love the competitiveness. Like what? You know, I don't know. And then, but earlier in the game, it just—it almost brought a tear to my eye watching Davion uh, go off like that. Um, it really gives me hope that this uh, offseason work he did uh, paid off, and I hope he keeps that confidence uh, going forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, he's not going to be doing that every game, but God, give me forty percent, give me thirty-five percent every now and then. Um he'll have some blanks every now and then. That's just how it is, but yeah, if he goes somewhere in the middle, that would be perfect and And all that work will, will would have paid off yeah, so um as far as h b and herder are concerned, um like Liz said before and and you know when you think about last year, I say it's probably gonna be within a ten games uh series type of thing where you know Mike Brown always said, yeah, you know i i I break the season into many, many seasons. And, you know, they go in increments of five games. I think after maybe uh, 10 games, if if it's not working out defensively, yeah, maybe they get pulled. Maybe he puts in Chris Duarte for Herter. Um, as far as the power forward position, who else is it going to be, though? Uh, and And not only that, I feel like HB, for whatever reason, he could have a poor game and people are – you know, going to shit on him, it, which is really unfortunate because he has the shortest leash on the team as far as the fans are concerned, in my opinion. Um, meanwhile, uh, Herder can play consecutive eggs and for whatever reason, I feel like he's always forgiven. But, you know, that's just my take. Uh,
1: yeah, just speaking about the commentary. Um, yeah, the Warriors, I mean, if that's who you're referring to, the Warriors commentary, they're they're fucking dog shit. I can't with them, like, just the bias that they have with that fucking team is just like they couldn't freaking dick ride any harder (laughs) with those guys like it is so so bad like and that's why it makes me so thankful and i literally like want to punch everyone in the face that like tries to shit on marcate here kyle because i'm like yeah people can say like you know katie she talks too much or whatever but she breaks down the fucking game for you and she like puts it into people like non-basketball terms to where like someone that doesn't watch basketball on a regular basis could understand the game just like jerry would do these guys over at the warriors it's like they're like oh steph he's just like this and this and this and then oh the other team is that like i just literally when i watch their broadcast i have to fucking mute it because it is so god-awful and makes my ears bleed i'm like literally not kidding i just can't like i cannot With it, and like I've listened to a lot of different broadcasts, and I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna fucking beat it into the ground until I can't beat it no more. Our broadcast crew that we have is one of the best in the NBA. I'm sorry, I will say it a thousand times over. They just are like the fact that we won, get like the awesome opportunity to have Mark from ESPN, who's just done a like such a good job with whatever he's done in his career like the lines that he comes up with the things that he says just the enthusiasm he puts into it you could never get bored listening to a fucking mark jones same with kyle kyle brings his own style to the game people can shit on him all they want but i love what he brings i love how he talks i love what he says you know he just goes out there and he has fucking fun with it same with katie i enjoy she's been with this franchise for a very long time i appreciate the work that she's done she puts in the work she's been putting in the work she knows how to break down a game for people that do not understand basketball. So I don't give a shit. If you get bored with how much she talks, she's doing her job and she's trying to help people out. that don't necessarily understand what's happening on the floor when they're watching basketball. So yes, the warriors broadcast, I can't fucking stand them. And I literally have to mute them every time they're on TV.
0: No, they make the Lakers broadcast team actually seem impartial in in the Lakers uh, broadcast team. They're absolute homers, but compared to this broadcast team, it's not even yeah, it's it's absurd. Um, to have a front office person come in during the first half and talk with them all the way to halftime is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Uh, it was absurd.
8: Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, welcome back to Kings Basketball. It uh, drives you crazy and raises your blood pressure and makes you want to drink. But hey, uh, yeah, real quick on the um, broadcasters, you like at the end of the game when uh, Kev went to the line and he got fouled and they said, oh, the Warriors are sending an excellent free throw shooter to the line. Last year he, he shot and there's a pause and like 73 percent from the line. Like they don't even know like they thought he was a better free throw shooter than that. Um, but yeah, hey, so obviously the wins and losses don't matter that much or at all. Um, for me, I was mostly just watching out for the defense and it looked significantly better tonight than it had for the previous couple games. Uh, specifically I was, I was watching Kevin cause you know, he got benched, not benched, but he got, uh, lost his starting spot in the last game. And, um, you know, I think, uh, for Kevin, um, I, I think he was, he was, he was a lot better tonight. Uh, he looked really, I mean, just solid, you know? He, just just don't be below average um uh, I, I just was looking for him to basically hold his own and and be solid on defense which i thought he was tonight um you know he's kind of like that player where if he if he's not defending well um you know most most nights i mean like last season he was he was a below average defender um so that just meant that on nights that he wasn't making shots he wasn't really contributing anything, right? So if he can just be an average defender um, or even slightly above average, um, then, you know, even on nights that he's not making shots, he's still contributing. He's still, um, you know, helping the team win. So I think he did he did great tonight. Um, and obviously very excited by Keegan. He's He's looking like he's going to make a huge jump this year. And, um, yeah, so uh, I, don't, I don't know what they're going to do for tomorrow night. They might they might rest the starters. They might just start them, play them in the first quarter, and then just play as bench guys in the second half. I'm, I'm really intrigued by Slauson. I wish he had got some minutes tonight. Hopefully he gets some minutes uh, tomorrow. But uh, Colby Jones was great. Uh, Davion, I wish he had got more minutes in the second half. Uh, but he was great in the first half. And, um, yeah, excited for the regular season to start.
0: There is a quote from Mike Brown from this week's training camp, and he was just talking about, hell yeah, the only two set pieces in the rotation, the starting five, are are Domas and Fox. And I think we all can disagree and say Keegan is definitely in there as well. He is solid, and he has a starting role for sure. Um, Amal, what's going on? Good to see you.
9: Hey, great to be back. Looks like for another season. Of greatness, but uh, yeah, imagine living here in the Bay and then like when you switch channels and you have to hear these clowns all the time, it's just like homerism, like just beyond. So for you guys to hear that more today, it's just kind of funny to hear you guys. <laughs> Your views on it are hilarious, but yeah, it's kind of a sentiment here. But a lot of the locals here, here even don't, the Warrior fans don't like them that much because just, they're just they just annoyed by them. Even like Larry Kruger and some of these locals are like, okay, you guys need to tamp it down. But uh, yeah, I think it's funny. Some of these Warrior fans that I know here, you know, texting me like what the night night means and preseason and then best preseason game or best preseason ever. And it's like, OK, calm down. Just wait till next weekend when we put you guys in your place opening night. Then then we'll talk. But, you know, just kind of funny.
0: Yeah. Talking shit in preseason. That That is wild uh, for yeah. sure. Amal, but we appreciate that, you, man. That that I think that
9: kind of shows that maybe they are a little scared, you know. And I, I'm sure a lot of the fans are, because a lot of them hated CP3, and now it's like, oh, CP3 is so great. And then I think that one flop that he kind of did, and then De'Aaron Fox, and then the the uh, announcers were like defending the flop, like no, it wasn't a flop, it was a it was a true foul. But like I think every other season before, it was a flop to them in their mind. But now that you know CP3 is on their team, it's like, oh no, he's he's the point guard, and he's not flopping, so. Eh, whatever. It's just preseason.
0: Yeah, we struck fear in their hearts last season, so <laughs> it is what it is. It's all good. Uh, take care, y'all. Good night.